You ever just feel like that? When you wake up? Yeah, no, immediately. <laughs> yeah. You just want to, <laughs> you want to strangle someone from the morning. Sometimes it happens. It's like one of our inside joke sounds. Yeah. And when that happens, I buy dumb things. We are still waiting for the moment that yeah. a sound like that comes out of like, comes genuinely at least. Yeah. Of course. But <laughs> what you know, scenario would warrant a sound like that? I honestly don't know. We've, we've tried to think about it. And I don't know who would scream like that. But I mean, if you were at maximum pain, you just, you would go numb. So you wouldn't really scream. Like, I don't know if you were even conscious, you know, if you were at that maximum pain. So would yeah. you scream at that level? No. You would have to be willingly to just let it out. You'd probably die of shock. Yeah. Should I do it again? <laughs> yeah, sure. No, 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 I, no, I'm not going to do it. Speaking of shock. What? I just found this out like 20 minutes before we were about to record. I mm -hmm. sent you a sent you a screenshot of it, but apparently the Mona Lisa is in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This morning. <laughs> so there's there's this account that I found it on originally. It's called Street Art Globe. Mm -hmm. And the caption is as follows. A man dressed as an old lady in a wheelchair caked the Mona Lisa on the weekend screaming, "Quote, think about the earth. We're destroying the earth." Artists need to think about the earth. Quote, that's why I did it. Yeah, no, no. But I read that caption. <laughs> I was like, no way he pulled it off. Because did you see his outfit? Yeah, he was dressed as a Bro, woman. No, yeah, it was dressed as a woman. But like, dude, it's so fake. In a wheelchair. It's so fake, you can tell. What do you mean it's so fake? Like the scenario? Yeah, the wig was fake. Like, dude, if I'm not an idiot, you know, if I saw someone on a wheelchair, I usually am the type that's skeptical. Because of the amount of people that have handicap signs just to park in the handicap parking spots. Okay. I don't trust people sometimes, you know? That's just how my life has went. So I, you know, just read into it a little bit more. And then you realize. But why would it be fake? What do you mean, why would it be fake? I mean, it's fake. He's in the actual, like, area where the supposed Mona Lisa is kept. No, no. I'm saying his outfit. Oh yeah, that's bullshit. That was yeah, just yeah. a ploy to get inside. That's what I'm saying is how do they let him in? Like, are you stupid? Like if there's security, right? And I saw someone on a wheelchair wearing Vans um, and then like, you know, some of his jeans are showing under the whatever white thing he's wearing. And then like a fake wig. Dude, come on. Well, I don't know. You get me? Do you, well, we don't do want you a walk profile. up to every single person in a wheelchair and be like, no. Do you try to question them and like no, tell them to start but, to get up and dude, walk? No, like, we're not stupid here. You can tell. <laughs> okay. I think you, you just discriminate against paraplegics. No, I don't discriminate <laughs> against paraplegics. The hell? Anyways, this, this fucking dude. This guy. Basically wiped cake all over the Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to the canvas. <laughs> Wait. That would be funny if it was her birthday. But anyway, um, no, no. That's actually freaking hilarious. But I, I was confused in the video because I see someone cleaning it. I don't know if they made him clean it, which would have been even more no, funny. No, no, no. Somebody else trying well, to clean it. I know. But like, I heard that it's on glass. It's not on the actual painting. Is that true? I have no idea. But anyways, he tried to like clean it and just smeared it even more. <laughs> but I do think it's got to be protected yeah. somehow. I don't, I don't even think that's the original Bro, have Mona you Lisa. Seen, have you seen Mr. Bean, the movie? No. Okay, Mr. Bean comes to America. And they mistake him for a really um, smart doctor that's uh, 
coming to America to like solve this huge issue. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what happened in the UK, but somehow they, they, he led them to believe that he was the doctor and he had no say in it. So they just booked his ticket. He came to America and did do dumb things. The first thing he did was ruin a painting that costed like $14 million because he sneezed on it and then wiped it with his handkerchief that had ink on it from his pen. (laughs) So he wanted to rescue it. But that's my point. Yeah, you get me? So it just gets worse and worse. I'm convinced that the real Mona Lisa is not on display. I don't know, man. I think that is a very good replica because why else? Like you're going to, it's one of the world's most prestigious pieces of art. Yeah. You're going to just put rope in front of it. Exactly. And have people like 10 feet away. Exactly. That makes no sense, right? So it's obviously protected with something. There's no way it's just on the painting, bro. I don't think it's the real thing. I think it's a really good replica. I think they're storing the real thing somewhere else. Possibly. They have to. They have to, huh? Let's look look into that. Yo, do you guys, would you guys want like a late night 2 a.m. dark web session with Saeed and Zaid? A dark web session? Yeah, bro. We could like, or we can dive deep into research. Live. We already did dive deep on Wayfair. Remember that? Yeah. That was one of our first ones. Yeah, that's true. So what we could do is we could do like a live audience We'd have to live stream that, huh? Yeah, we would. How would we figure that out? Oh, that'd be easy, bro. Yeah. Why, why would you have to solve it? I'd solve that. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. We'd come up with a solution. Exactly. But yeah, dude, um, back to buying things on the weekend. I have to show this off because it's freaking sick. I but, hope that shows on, on camera. Yeah, this new pen here uh, caught my eye. And you know what? Do not judge me because I bought this from TikTok. <laughs> really? Yeah, they sold me. Looks like a normal ass pen. I was like, oh, it's a, it's a cool little pen. And then all of a sudden it's bat. Oh, what happened? Back to normal. And then the metal just bends. You know what that reminds me of? The Chinese finger trap. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Exactly. So here, I'm going to do it again. And for the audible listeners, I will do an audio test in a second because it sounds dope too. Pen ASMR. I'll do it even slower. Yes, there it is. And for the audible listeners. Ooh, doesn't that sound dope? It's but perfect if, I, if I were to do it like a normal person, it would do this. That's how it sounds. Mm. Ooh, very nice, right? Very nice. What were Rate you saying it. about the skin? What skin? Imagine if your skin was like that. Ooh, my God. I was like, I was imagining, I was telling Zaid, I was like, imagine your skin. You just like look at your leg one day and then you see it form from your ankle all the way up to your thigh and it's just like going all over your body and you just see this. That'd be sick. How would that be sick? I'd love you don't that. know what's happening to you. So <laughs> Aesthetically, it just looks cool. Yeah, no, I think I'd be worried about my life first and then I'd be like aesthetically, maybe. Maybe it's just armor. Or maybe we're turning into Crocs. All of us. <laughs> Back to our true form. But anyway, you were watching something interesting last night that you had me freaking watch too because I asked about it. Yeah, we're going to create a dedicated episode on that. For that one? But we can discuss it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because it's not mildly interesting. It's highly interesting. What was the name of it? Let me see. Um, It was on my, wasn't it just on here? I have it on my story. The UFO files? Top secret UFO projects declassified on Netflix. Mm. Only on Netflix. They don't declassify it anywhere else. Just now. now, a lot of this stuff I already knew, but there were some interesting uh, revelations that I didn't know about, mm. like some uh, personal accounts of extraterrestrial contact, mm-hmm. um, 
And as far as I know, they all line up. Like, yeah. What are the major cities or not cities like areas? I'll say Australia. Uh, I hear I hear a lot about the South, seeing things. The South. The South. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere, basically, especially Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. right right by us, San Diego area. Yeah. There's also weird things like the 2013 sighting of, well, not even sighting. It was like a um, UV ray or X-ray radar or something. Uh, they caught like a another pyramid by the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's in 2013. I read a whole, there's a whole thing about it. And it also like hand in hand goes with this because they believe it's alien mm-hmm. as well. And it's. But dude, if you, you watch this documentary and it's like, well, it's not really a documentary. It's like a mini series. Mm-hmm. It's like four or five episodes, but it covers a whole bunch of crazy shit like Tic Tac objects flying through the air at. Yeah. Thousands of miles per hour. Yeah. And like, here's the thing. We've seen a lot of these and we don't watch all of them. Like we, <clears throat> 10 minutes in, we're usually like, nope, this ain't it. Right. For most of these UFO documentaries or uncovering whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you, instead, this one kind of had just like new, fresh things. You know, it felt like, oh, new sightings almost. Verifiable things yeah. too. Yeah. And the verifiable things outweighed the non-verifiable. So you were like, okay, I can sit with this. And this is actually, it's done well too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that bad. It kind of seems like a classic X-Files with modern Netflix. Editing. The editing was pretty know. shitty. The edit- I could not stand the editing. <laughs> like the way they do, like the tacky ass intro scenes, <laughs> the animations. Yeah. Yeah. No, but aliens are real, huh? I'm convinced yeah, of it. So we're going to have a, a full episode. Stay tuned for that. On, it's going to be uh, a, a floaty one. On UFOs, baby. Floaty? Oh. Floaty. Yeah. What else is on your mind? Oh, dude. So much. I actually wanted to show you this video. Here. A video? Yes, sir. Of what? Of this. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. I just wanted to show you Conor McGregor. Is this the video I'm thinking about? The edit? It probably is. (laughs) Here. Bear with us for a moment (laughs) while we put up up the video. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? Okay. Okay. I know I've heard this before, but I've never seen the full interaction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Until now. And <laughs> the way it was, like the energy, you'd be like any any anybody else other than Connor, you would always be like, damn, what's the response? You know? And then for him, it was just, hold up. <laughs> like I'm way above this guy, bro. Come on. Yeah, he's got a certain level of confidence. Dude, though. it's I don't know if it's confidence anymore. It's like You've surpassed confidence and you're at arrogance. Was that what you need? I don't know if you need arrogance. you're in the fight game, I mean. I mean, yes, of course. Like, look at Andrew Tate, bro. People hate on him because he's on podcasts. But he, look at him. Like, look at his day, bro. He's fighting. (laughs) Well, he doesn't fight anymore, but he he Yeah, but he's like, still, like, if you quit soccer, would you quit soccer? No. Exactly. Yeah. You get me? Like, I still get on a skateboard. Mm -hmm. Interesting, right? You'll never lose that. How can you not be arrogant, though? His story, coming up from nothing, 
and now owning a, I mean, a yacht. Yes, living but, on a yacht. But also, think about it the other way. You can also be humble because you came from the other way. Yeah, but also keep in mind that fighters at that level, there there is a lot of humility there mm -hmm. because to be like to have that training regimen and to follow it to the T, it takes a lot of humility, man. Of course. So they're like arrogant on one hand, but humble on another. Yeah, and it takes a lot of control for the humility too. Like it's weird. Fighting is weird because you're you're a man, okay? And we're all strong if we're at this level, right? We, we best be. I mean, we're at this level. Mm -hmm. So if everyone's at basically your strength or higher, that's one of the greatest competitions in my mind. That's something that's like, I mean, think about it. It's huge. Is it not? Yeah. I think you have to have it. Because without it, you're, you're just going to get annihilated. Yeah. I'm thinking about it right now. And there's like a weird feeling to it. To the whole humility thing when it comes to jujitsu fighting, you know. Yeah. Um, Where your ego plays a part and you get to see that live, dude. Of course. Keep in mind, I'm trying to bring something up. So yeah. Bear with us, audience. Oh, you're trying to bring something up. Okay. Yeah, this is a segue. So do you want to talk about anything um, about on fighting? No, but with fighting, I just wanted to say like. I think we need that in our lives in general. We need activities like that with other men. Yeah. Because you need the humility, right? You need to be um, holding people accountable and having the strength to hold people accountable and call them out and getting called out and everything. It's right? important. Yeah, it's all important. And we don't have enough of that. I think that's where like kind of the whole, we're all pussies comes from, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. What, what are our activities? We're like making videos now and like freaking dancing all the time. And like, yeah, like if you threw the average man in today's time mm -hmm. back into like what, ancient Greece? How do you think that would be? <laughs> I, I mean, they would call it gay as hell. You know why? Why? Because it's a sausage fest. Do <laughs> you see the, what's wrong with that mentality? Well, you're not wrong. I mean, they, they did do some interesting stuff back in the... Yeah, I mean, ancient Greek times. It's not even that, dude. Like, no, you're thinking about it as literally gay. I'm talking about, like, dude. There's nothing wrong today. We, there's a negative negative thing about having a sausage fest when it's just a bunch of fucking dudes hanging out. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? Yes. It's not a sausage fest. Okay, you guys just put a title on something mm -hmm. that has been done since the Greek times. <laughs> sure. Right. When we went to war, we went as men. Right. Was that a sausage fest? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because Te war, technically, if you want, so, so war was gay once once upon a time. If that's how you want to look at it today, if that's how you right? want to look at it, no, it's not how you look at it. I will say I didn't expect you to come out with that. Yeah, that uh, that angle. It's very interesting, but you yeah, feel me? I feel you though. Yeah. So I'm just saying, today <laughs> is shaped by the past, bro. Like it's like we were doing things right at a certain time, and something spun the wrong way, and it's just. <laughs> yeah and you know you think you're on the right path but it's spinning so you're no longer on the compass like you're just everywhere you're like a leaf in the wind yes god damn it but yeah go go to your topic <laughs> so i was watching another documentary yeah. that i watched in full mm. i think it was was it two days ago but this is all about coral oh the reef i am yes. a big coral respecter 
Okay. Why? I don't know much about coral, by the way. I don't know that much. I've learned a little bit, but if I were to simplify it, coral is essential to life on the planet. Obviously inside the ocean, but also within the food chain. Like if the coral dies, we essentially die because it kills the small fish, the big fish, and all the other organisms that support life on earth. Mm -hmm. But there is a big problem going on in the world. I think it started ever since the 80s um, due to global climate change and all that stuff. But essentially the ocean water, the temperature is rising. And the temperature of the ocean water is more sensitive than the air mm -hmm. that we live in because it traps more heat. So two degree, a two degree increase in our temperature right now, it's not really a big deal. No. But within the ocean, that's key. Mm. It's huge. It's the difference between life or death. So there's a problem going on right now with something called coral bleaching, where the organisms within the coral are not able to acquire food as they were before. And so they turn white and they die. Um, so that's, that's besides the point. But I have 20 interesting facts about coral. Okay, sick. And I haven't even read these. Yeah, because so yeah, I don't know much about coral. Number one. Mm. Numero uno. Coral are actually not plants. They are relatives of jellyfish and anemone. What? Anemones. Okay. I don't know what the fuck those are. Okay. So it's, it's a group of, classified group of yeah. something. And if you look at like one coral, I want to call it a plant, but let's just say one coral. It's actually one organism. Like it can be, it can have... It could it could look like a city essentially with different heights and whatever, and but it, it can be, be one, one organism. Yeah. yeah, like one base. It's kind of like think about it like fake grass with square inches. I don't know. Coral reefs are the most diverse marine ecosystems on Earth and have existed for over four hundred million years. Ooh, it's a long time. Wow, before the dinosaurs. It's a lot of seconds. Um, let me see. Nicknamed the Earth's medicine cabinet, coral reefs have led to the creation of many medicines, including antiviral drugs, um, anti-cancer drugs, other medical compounds could still be discovered there. So uh, a big problem with the death of the coral ecosystem is we don't know what we're losing out on. Mm. There could be certain like neurodegenerative medicines, cancer medicines. Um, a whole bunch of stuff that we're losing out on because we're killing the ecosystem. Oh, okay. Yeah. No bueno. So we are killing ourselves, essentially. Mm -hmm. Because they're so diverse, coral reefs have been nicknamed the rainforests of the sea. Interesting. Rainforests of the I can see that. Yeah, that's why I remember I mentioned cities. So it kind of looks like a... And I think the stat is right now, like 50% of the coral on Earth mm -hmm. is dead. <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge problem, dude. Like, we might only have two decades at the most to solve this issue before temperatures rise even more. <laughs> I'm dumbfounded, actually. Okay, oh, yeah. guys, you know how we don't feel time anymore? Like, it just passes by. Mm -hmm. Like, we need to watch out. <laughs> because, yeah, man, as selfish as we are, it kind of, you forget that the things you do to keep yourself clean or whatever can be hurting other things. Yeah. We don't, we never think of the full process. Never. And it's, that's crazy, dude. Oh, 
Yeah, and I think the last one I'll mention is um, coral reefs help protect coastal communities from storm surges and erosion. So if you ever look at a, a coastline, if there's a healthy coral population, what you'll find is that it's a little bit like, it almost builds a barrier against the waves. Mm-hmm. So when the waves come crashing in, especially if they're larger waves, it reduces the the size of those waves and, and helps uh, keep the coastline intact. Yeah. So if you're living on the coast, that's a very important thing. Yeah, of course. Because do you want a tsunami every day? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just love, I mean, I love the planet. I love all nature. Same, same. And it's um, even the documentaries, right? Think of, I I even think of this. Where would photography be if we didn't have nature? Yeah, that's a big question. What are you replicating? Is it all going to be backdrops of gradients? The LA skyline? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like it's just going to be man-made, like, Man-made things, you know? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing with photography is that- You can annoy the hell out of the listeners with that's that. That's true. <laughs> it started out as basically nature loving, right? Like everything, we placed subjects in nature and it was just all around us. You so think that's where photography started? I mean, look at the, look, the earliest images, earliest images ever recorded. It's a good bet. They're subjects placed in the middle of literally like- your environment, which yeah. is what we had closer to nature back in the day. We didn't really have city, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So think of that and then it progressed and progressed. When you use the things that are immediately around you and everything looks good, yeah. that means it is easy to just place people there. So we will use that forever. Mm-hmm. Now that it gets old after a while. So we started to get <clears throat> like modern day today. Look at most photo shoots, very minimal cement um rooftop like modern aesthetic um, like indoor window lighting very bright you know that kind of stuff and we're no longer going to like you know the classic tunnel and going to the beach and going to that Mm -hmm. it just seems easy because nature is beautiful right yeah so how do you get creative in a blank room that we have to set up with poles and backdrops and do the do 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 and it still looks good Mm -hmm. um so i get it like but photography, I think the where final, would it be if, we, if it didn't start off like that? If it didn't start off by using the beauty of the things that are already around you because it's already beautiful. That's a great point, yeah. I think the final thing that I have to say about the coral situation is, I forgive me for not remembering the documentary. I think it's on Netflix, but it's just sad to see, dude. They, they have like before and after pictures. That was the premise of the documentary. It's like these people are going out into the ocean and studying the effects over the course of maybe a few months. Mm-hmm. And it only takes maybe three to four weeks, if not even less time, for the coral to be to go from flourishing to completely dead. Yeah. Looks like you dropped a nuke on yeah. the ocean floor. Here's what like to put it into perspective, and I think honestly, I swear to God, I think people don't understand. They don't truly like understand because this always is being talked about. Okay. But they don't ultimately understand that our lives are reflected through the other things. So the coral, Depends the on air the quality, things. the freaking grass, the rain, mm-hmm. everything. So it's like, look at those signs and that'll show you how we are doing. Yeah. And if you agree, we are doing really bad. Most people have depression, anxiety, worry, 
uh, no financial security, no security at all. They're mm -hmm. uncomfortable. But like, come on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that goes to show you. And I think when times were better, we had healthier coral, we had healthier air, we had everything. Healthier Did we not? Everything. We had healthier crop, we had healthier bodies because of the healthier stuff. Mm -hmm. And it just all worked. So I think start there. Just look at the signs of everything else. If you do not believe it, look at everything around you. It's terrible. It really is. Like, I don't feel like visiting any country right now. It just all sucks. You get me? It's still a lot of beauty. Well, no, I know. I want to go to Alaska and Antarctica. That's about it. The most isolated places on the planet. Exactly, man. And it's the most expensive. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's where I stand. I think I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I feel a little aggressive today, but not really. It's fine. I feel a little chill. That's fine. Yeah, but see what we're doing to the planet. I don't know it's not us per se, but I mean, I think we just need to talk about it more in general with our like yeah, friends and groups and everything and just kind of like share the, these ideas. Bring awareness to the situation because I think yeah. that's the best we can do. Yeah, and bring awareness to sharing ideas in general because nobody does that anymore. It's more like, yo, did you see that TikTok? <laughs> So the 2 a.m. podcast is for, baby. Exactly. Common Sense is being brought to you by the 2 a.m. podcast. Mm. Finishing off episode number 152 here. Thank you again for tuning in. We will catch you next time. But before that, leave a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We would highly appreciate that. And thirdly, subscribe on to our YouTube page. That's all we ask. And we will catch you next time. Peace. <laughs>